Welcome to the Business Finance Bulletin, episode 132. Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services, the commercial finance experts. In this bulletin, a look at the findings from the Competition and Markets Authority review on small business banking and its recommendations, demand for business finance, and also the impact that the new dividend tax is having on business investment. Let's start this bulletin by taking a look at the recommendations coming out from the Competition and Markets Authority review on the UK banking sector. Now, this review has been two years in the making and an interim report with its findings did come out a couple of months ago, which we covered on this bulletin. But the final report is now out. I say the report was designed to try and really shake up the banking sector to make it more transparent and to bring in more competition. A large element of the report focuses on the consumer or retail market, but there are sections focusing on recommendations to improve SME banking or small business banking. So let's have a look at those, some of those recommendations coming out of that report for small businesses. Now, the CMA wants banks to be better at communicating with businesses. Um, they want, uh, for example, more notice when branches are to close, uh, prompts about when, for example, free banking periods may be coming to an end. So a lot more communication. They also want banks to be able to access data from uh, their businesses in order to share with other banks. So if you go along to your bank and your bank says, not really keen on lending you any more money, they will be able to share your banking history and your transactions with an alternative lender, perhaps, so they have the same information that the bank has available in order to help reach their decision, which will hopefully be a yes. Now, as I know some people are a bit wary of that, about banks sharing data, particularly it's very uh, sensitive these days about data being released, but probably not a bad idea. It certainly will help the alternative sector uh, be more informed when they're making their decisions. Um, CMA has also suggested a price comparison website so uh, business owners can go in and compare uh, the potential price for loans in terms of interest rates and fees, so a side-by-side -side comparison. Now, I really don't know how this is going to work. It will be okay at the lower end of the market if you're borrowing 20, 30, 40,000 pounds, where it's very much credit scored and fixed interest rates uh, do apply. But the larger and the bigger the loan, um, more individual pricing is taken. And so I, I just can't see how um, a price comparison tool is going to work when pricing is done on an individual basis, based on your sector, your profitability, how much security you've got. So I'm really not quite sure how that one is going to work. So those are the main things that have come out from this, is really to try and encourage also your switching of accounts because they've worked out that only 4% of UK business owners over last year have ever swapped bank accounts, because it's difficult. So the biggest recommendation is we want to make it easier for business owners to switch banks. So not a lot in there, you know, no big major shakeup, which is a little bit disappointing, I think, particularly for the alternative lenders, the crowdfunders and the challenger banks who were hoping for a bit more support to allow them to uh, really be more competitive against the high street banks. So let's see how this develops, particularly this pricing comparison website. Let's see if that has any legs. And of course, continue watching this bulletin and I'll bring that news out as soon as it's there.
Well, since the Brexit vote, as we know, and as we reported in previous bulletin, confidence levels among small business owners has taken a bit of a hit. And certainly the business owners I speak to, not as bad as perhaps the media portray. Certainly the clients that we're dealing with, um, nobody's come along and cancelled any projects that they had in the pipeline, but certainly a little bit more wary about their investment plans until they see clarity on what's going on um, in the marketplace generally. Well, a survey just came out by the EEF, which is the manufacturers organization, and they asked their uh, manufacturing members about their attitudes when it comes to raising finance. Now, interestingly, the survey found that 85% of those surveyed said that they believed and were confident that they would get finance from their banks. A very strong, positive indication of support there. However, only 35% of them said that they would actually consider using external finance. They are very unsure about whether they should be taking on debt. And in fact, if they have got investment plans, the majority of them said that they would prefer to self-finance, i.e. use their own internal funds. Now, the problem, of course, is that when you're using your own funds, then human nature is that you would rather hoard cash and so be much more cautious about making investment plans. And that's the message come out of this survey is that we may see economic growth stagnate because business owners are reluctant to take on debt and also prefer to hoard cash. And in fact, that hoarding came out in the survey in that 55% of them said they are now holding more cash than they did pre-recession, going back a few years. So it just shows that business owners are holding on to cash. Now, of course, that also has a knock-on effect about late payment, because how do you increase your cash balances? Well, you stop paying bills. You're slower in settling your outstanding bills and paying your suppliers. So that has a knock-on effect with everybody else in the economy as well. So a really interesting insight there into what manufacturers are thinking. We think we can get bank finance, but we'd rather use our own money. And the problem is they just may not. Staying with the theme of small business investment plans, um, an interesting survey has come out by the accountancy firm Moore Stevens. Uh, they went out among small business owners to ask if the changes in the dividend tax um, has had any impact on investment plans. Now, as you know, a couple of uh, budgets ago, the then Chancellor uh, George Osborne decided to change the way that dividends um, declared by small business owners operating through limited companies um, were taxed. So in other words, the bottom line is really you're going to pay more tax on the dividends you take out. Now, interestingly, as we know, when changes in tax come into play, people really do plan ahead. And as a result, people thought there was going to be a rush of business owners to declare dividends before the tax increases came into play. And indeed, that happened. Um, more Stevens reckon that in the tax year 2015-16, small business owners withdrew 94% of their profits in the form of dividends. Um, now, you know, how does that compare to the previous tax year? Well, the previous tax year, 2014-15, 63% of profits was withdrawn in the form of dividends. So you can see there's been this massive rush to beat that tax increase. So, you know, all well and good, good tax planning, you may say. But of course, the impact is businesses don't have the cash left to reinvest in any new plant and equipment and business growth. The cash have been sucked out of the business. And that's the kind of message coming from the survey is, what is great for tax planning, what's it done to businesses' ability in order to finance their growth plans? And obviously that's gonna take a little bit longer to come into play. So the message here for you is, well, once tax planning is good, 
really think ahead. What are your growth plans going to be over the next two to three years that may need some cash left in the business? So when you come to your year end, really sit down with your accountant and share with him your growth plans. So you get the right advice as to how much dividend you should be taken out versus how much cash should be left in your business. Well, that's it for this bulletin. Um, thanks for being with me. And as ever, if you did enjoy it, please give it a like and a share on your favorite social media channel. If you're watching the video version, of course, you've got the podcast version, so you can listen in at your leisure. Um, that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Just go along to those channels and search for a business finance bulletin. And if you are listening on the podcast version, just pop along to my YouTube channel, go to YouTube and search for Rob Warlow. And there you will find this episode and all past episodes. So thanks very much for being with me look forward to being with you in the next bulletin have a great successful and profitable week bye bye now